Dear friends in Christ, welcome to this podcast from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. All Saints is a loving, welcoming parish serving Southeast Portland for over a century. Our purpose is to celebrate God's love, seek and serve Christ in all persons, and go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Today, we invite you to join the Reverend Andrea Skornick as she preaches the gospel and explores the mysteries of God in our modern world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all, Amen. Amen. Good morning! morning. And happy Epiphany Sunday! As I was preparing for this service, I was reminded of a fond memory that I have from one of the churches that I worked at in Chicago. I remember how when we celebrated Epiphany, they would bake this big cake, and in the cake there was a little bean wrapped in parchment paper. And whoever got the bean in their cake was crowned the king of Epiphany and got to wear a crown and have a little fanfare around them. I enjoyed the frivolity of this odd and time-honored tradition and, of course, the chance to eat cake. So this year I thought it might be fun to do it here. And as I was looking into the tradition, I learned that there are actually many different types of Epiphany cakes and many different types of objects that people bake into them, ranging from a ring, a coin, a thimble, a miniature baby Jesus. I still don't know why the bean, and bonus points if you can come and tell me later or figure that out sometime, but I did learn that it represents the hidden Christ, the Christ child who has been found. And I guess that is how it is. Epiphany is about what is hidden being revealed. Epiphany literally means to show forth. If you study the story from the Gospel of Matthew that we read this morning and that we read on this Sunday every year about the wise men's journey to Bethlehem, often you'll read things like why this story is different from the birth narrative in Luke and how neither the Matthew or Luke versions are mentioned in Mark or John. You might read how it wasn't necessarily three kings, the text simply mentions three gifts, and how the visitors weren't even really kings at all, but rather magi, astronomers, people who studied the stars. Scholarly sources might also mention how this story might have been told because in that time, spectacular birth stories were often attributed posthumously to important people. It wasn't considered deceptive, it was a sign of great honor. But those details, interesting as they are, don't get us to the heart of this story, which to me is found in that moment when those dignified foreign travelers Scholars studying the stars who were looking for a king, a monarch, and were going to show their respect and maybe cultivate some goodwill in international relations. When they find the king they're looking for, it's 
not in the royal palace, as they initially think, but in a small, inconsequential town born to poor peasants. And somehow, when they look into the face of this baby boy, they see the face of God. To their credit, they don't balk at the humble surroundings or the lack of pomp and circumstance. They are full of joy, it says. Tickled by this bizarre turn of events, they bow and reverence and give their gifts and behold God's presence in this tiny human baby. As this story illustrates so well, God is in the unexpected places, hidden to so many and then revealed. But to be clear, God is not hidden like in a game of hide-and-seek where someone is actually trying to outmatch the one who's looking for them. More like hidden like the toddler who plays a game of hide-and-seek and has their body half sticking out of the curtain all while giggling, <laughs> concealed but very much wanting to be found. Why else would there be the star pointing the way or the angel saying, hey, look over here? I imagine our own time a bit like Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. How easy it is to get caught up in one's daily tasks or trapped in the confines of one's inner monologue. So much that we miss what's in front of us. Maybe blinded by bias, our own self-consciousness, Maybe cynicism lingering from past interactions with people. So much that we travel those same old streets, walk right by, and miss it. Christ, the human and divine united, the power of God in the physical world, in the unexpected people, places, and faces that we have learned to treat as ordinary. In David Brooks's new book, How to Know a Person, he shares a story about a time when he was interviewing a 93-year-old black woman in Waco, Texas, named LaRue Dorsey. She was a matriarch of the city, a well-known educator, and someone everyone admired and said ran the place. As Brooks began interviewing her, he experienced her as closed, stern. He was intimidated by her. Not long into the interview, though, a mutual acquaintance of theirs came in. His name was Jimmy Durrell, and he was a pastor in his 60s who started a church for the unhoused under a bridge. Brooks describes how he went to Miss Dorsey and gave her this big smile and picked her up and started shaking her harder than you should ever shake a 93-year-old, saying, Miss Dorsey, Miss Dorsey, you're the best. I love you. I love you. And right away, he says, her countenance just changed. And there was the face of a radiant girl. His presence 
brought out something totally different in her. In reflecting on the experience, Brooks talks about the different types of attention that he and Pastor Jimmy were bringing to that moment. And what he found so remarkable and worth emulating in Pastor Jimmy. He writes, Jimmy is a pastor. When Jimmy sees a person, any person, he is seeing a creature who is made in the image of God. As he looks into each face, he is looking at least a bit into the face of God. When Jimmy sees a person, any person, he is also seeing a creature endowed with an immortal soul, a soul of infinite value and dignity. When Jimmy greets a person, he is also trying to live up to one of the greatest callings of his faith. He is trying to see that person as Jesus would see that person. He is trying to see them with Jesus' eyes, eyes that lavish love on the meek and the lowly, the marginalized and those in pain, and on every living person. When Jimmy sees a person, he comes in with the belief that that person is so important that Jesus was willing to die for their sake. As a result, he's going to greet that person with respect and reverence. He then goes on to say, now you may be an atheist, an agnostic, a Christian, a Jew, or something else, but this posture of respect and reverence, this awareness of the infinite dignity of each person you meet, is a precondition for seeing people well. You may find the whole idea of God ridiculous, but I ask you to believe in the concept of a soul. If you consider that each person has a soul, you'll be aware that each person has some transcendent spark inside of them. And if you see people you meet as precious souls, you'll probably wind up treating them well. Brooks calls people like Jimmy illuminators, someone whose presence and the way they pay attention to other, others calls out the light in them. It is not so unlike the Magi who were following the light, looking for it everywhere they went, and so could see it and celebrate it and stand in awe of it where others couldn't. Indeed, God is in the unexpected places, but not so hard to find when we know what we're looking for and when we pursue it wholeheartedly. In baptism, one of the key vows we make is to seek Christ in all persons. So what the Magi show with Jesus, what Pastor Jimmy showed with Miss Dorsey, we, in a sense, are vowing to do with every person. That is what we aspire to. Epiphany is a time when we can renew our vow to be passionate, even giddy about it once again, inspired by the joy of the wise men, to live lives where we seek God in those unexpected places, hidden but wanting to be found in each 
and every one of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast offering from All Saints Episcopal Church in Portland. For more resources from All Saints or to support this or our many other outreach ministries, please visit allsaintspdx.org.